Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And we have returned, ladies and gentlemen, from the break to... In my own words, the podcast, the hottest form, best form of Alabama football news, notes, and information you are going to find anywhere. I'm yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, live in studios. And uh, first and foremost, I got to say this to my people who are always on the go. You don't have time or you don't have the opportunity sometimes to just sit down and check out the podcast via YouTube. So for my girls and guys that are always on the grind, on the go, attacking that everyday life, I encourage you to check out the audio format of the the show, whether your favorite site is iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play. Overcast.fm, Spreaker, iHeartRadio. No matter what your audio pleasure is, you go to that site, you search Touchdown Alabama Magazine. In my own words, the podcast the podcast should pop up. You take that with you on the go, keeping yourself informed on all things Crimson Tide football. Prior to taking the break, we got a chance to touch on the Touchdown Alabama Magazine draft projections. In terms of defensive guys that I see in the first round, as always, check out TDAlabamaMag.com for the complete list of draft-eligible players for the Crimson Tide. But I teased the topic before the break, but I want to take it a little bit in a different direction. I know I teased the offensive line, but what I kind of want to do here with the South Carolina game being this weekend, I'm going to dive into the five aspects I want to see from the Crimson Tide this weekend against South Carolina. Of course, the the offensive line will be infused in there. We'll have the five things that I want to see for the Crimson Tide in facing South Carolina. But before we get into that, always have to give a shout out to our sponsors. In my own words, the podcast is brought to you by Title Tile. This is the Rally Tile with Benefits for the avid Alabama sports fan. Title Town is $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. So people, 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 if you got pride and purpose for all things Bama, show that pride and purpose while you twirl Title Town in the air like you just don't care. Go to WhitwillSports.com. That's W-H-I-T-W-I-L-S-P-O-R-T-S WhitwillSports.com and get you a couple of those tiles today. But now, five things, five aspects I want to see from Alabama this weekend 
against South Carolina. Number one is the offensive line. I want to see this group being physical, being dominant, wearing down South Carolina's defensive front, and creating some type of way to spit out consistent holes in the run game for these backs to go through and also protect one to a Tagovailoa. I don't really care what combination of guys that Nick Saban and Kyle Flood chooses to use. I just want to see dominance and physicality on this offensive line. Now, me personally, the missing link for this group is Deontay Cornbread Brown, the redshirt junior out of Decatur, Alabama, Austin High School, the former four-star. When he started middle of the season last year against Tennessee, he gave this group a swagger, a confidence, a nastiness, a physicality, a meanness. He solidified the left side of that offensive line at guard, and he is truly missed right now. Of course, he will make his return the week of September 28th when Alabama takes on Ole Miss. But first and foremost, I just want to see this offensive line come off the football mean, gritty, physical. Because if you remove four explosive runs from Alabama this season, Henry Ruggs' 75-yard touchdown, Tua Tagovailoa's 25-yard touchdown run, Jerome Ford's 37-yard scamper to the house, and Keenan Robinson's 74-yard burst to Pater. Alabama has not been getting consistent positive runs from its offensive line or its backs. So, want to see that offensive line being physical? That's number one. Speaking of Alabama running backs, it takes me down to the number two thing that I want to see against South Carolina. I want to see the terror that is Najee Harris. When Najee Harris was in high school in California, at Antioch, California, was a terror. Mr. Football in the state of California, five-star. A guy that got up and down the field at will. And a lot of people compared this young man to Derrick Henry. Big like Derrick. Look like Derrick. Physicality like Derrick. 6'2", 230 pounds. Yep, he's built like Derrick, all right. But... Derrick Henry had a way of pressing the hole, hitting the hole, and being very decisive when he knew what hole he wanted to take, what lane he wanted to go into. Derrick Henry had his mind made up the moment he touched that football. Now, he made decisions to cut plays outside if it was needed or turn plays inside, but the most important thing, upon Derrick's hands touching that ball, Henry's mind was made up. And what I want to see from Najee Harris, a decisiveness, a shiftiness, a determination. The moment he touches that ball, go big in that hole, get those yards, bounce the play off outside if needed to. If there is a better situation, I want to see a dominant style of football from Najee Harris. Because in the first two weeks against Duke, against Duke and New Mexico State, have not seen that Harris just 120 yards rushing and one touchdown in two weeks. I want to see more. It's put up or shut up time for Najee Harris. Because right now, Brian Robinson churning out yards a bit better, a bit more consistently. Keelan Robinson, Nick Saban's already said it. Aside from him, the freshman, there's not a guy that's got that juice, that burst for the Crimson Tide. Want to see Najee the terror show up and show out on this field against South Carolina, that's number two. The third aspect I want to see in this football game, my boy Devontae Smith. 
one half of second and 26 from the national championship game against Georgia. We have seen Jerry Judy have back-to-back big games, back-to-back 100-yard performances. We have seen Henry Ruggs against New Mexico State. He had a big-time ball game, 66 yards receiving, a 75-yard rushing touchdown. He totaled two scores, so we had over 100-plus total yards offensively against New Mexico State. So we've seen big games from Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs. Now it's time for Smitty. Want to see a big moment from Devontae Smith. In two games, we're talking about 10 catches for 101 yards, one touchdown. Was the player of the week via the coaching staff for his efforts against New Mexico State? And that's a good thing. But I want to see a 100-yard outing from Smitty. That's the third thing. The fourth aspect I want to see, people, on special teams. Alabama's going to a hostile environment williams Bryce Stadium in Columbia, South Carolina. Nick Saban took the whole Monday to rave about South Carolina's special teams. He raved about the punter. He raved about the kicker. He raved about the guys that the Gamecocks have as return specialists. He took a big chunk of his opening statement and gave a big kudos to South Carolina's special teams. I want to see Bama's special teams do its thing This weekend, Will Reichert, the freshman three-star from Hoover, Alabama, got a lot of confidence last week, scored 14 of Alabama's 62 points, made two 40-plus yard field goals, made all eight of his point-after-touchdown tries, did well on kickoffs. Tua Tagovailoa, Henry Ruggs, the whole team's got confidence in that young man. I want to see Reichert build off this, going to South Carolina, having a big performance. Whomever is the punter, between Reichert and Skyler DeLong, be able to flip the field. Get your defense started off right. Help your defense by putting it in desirable situations where you're forcing South Carolina, that's got a true freshman quarterback in Ryan Helensky, force them to drive the ball the length of the field. Flip that field, get hang time on those punts, squeeze the return man, force South Carolina's offense to drive the football the lift of the field. That's what I want to see from the punting aspect. And then Jalen Waddle, he's due for a punt return touchdown. At some point, he is due for one. If Alabama can get the wedge set up and nobody with a block in the back, please, dear Jesus, nobody with a block in the back this week. You know what this man can do with the ball in his hands. Definitely want to see Jalen Waddle take one back and it counts. But special teams as a whole, the fourth aspect. And the number five, what I want to see against South Carolina, can this be the return? Is this the return of the non-offensive touchdown on defense? I mean, we, we haven't seen this since the 2015-2016 combined. When you look at the Alabama faithful, Alabama fans, you guys out there, haven't seen this since 2015 and 2016 combined. So with you're going into Williams-Bryce Stadium, taking on a true freshman quarterback. Can we see pressure to Ryan Holinsky, make him uncomfortable, force him to throw the football before he's ready to, and create some opportunities for non-offensive touchdowns for this Alabama defense? I mean, Alabama's been affecting the quarterback with pressure despite only having four sacks. 
We are seeing defensive backs with interceptions. Bama's got three this season. We are seeing defensive backs creating forced fumbles. We are seeing good things. We are seeing turnovers being forced and negative plays being made. But now can it get back to turning those into scores, turning those into points, getting those non-offensive touchdowns? That's a big thing this week. So running back through this again, the five aspects I want to see in this game against South Carolina, the offensive line being physical, got to have it this week. Number two, Najee Harris, return to being the terror. Young man, be decisive, hit that hole, come in this game and in business. Number three, Devonta Smith, got to see a big game from one and a half of second and 26. Alabama special teams, consistency, positively, field goals, Extra points, kickoffs, punts, Jalen Waddle. Want to see this man take a punt back for a touchdown? And then last but not least, the non-offensive touchdowns. Is this the week the Crimson Tide gets back to that? Well, we're going to go to a break right now on In My Own Words. But as always, you check out the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Do that today. You download it on your iPhone. If you're rocking Team Apple, go to the iPhone App Store. Google Play Store, if you got the Android phone, podcast options at the bottom of the screen there. You subscribe to TDAlabamaMag.com for all the latest. And Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube, the site. Over 1 million video views, over 5,000 subscribers strong, thanks to you, the fans. We return from the break. We tidy up loose ends by by recapping the matchup between Alabama and South Carolina. Don't touch that dial, folks. You're listening to In My Own Words. <laughs> 